Over the last few episodes, we've been talking about practices and various things you can do to actually engage in your spirituality so you can be an active participant in your own manifesting journey. There's a whole bunch of fun spiritual practices that you can experiment with, including, but certainly not limited to, meditation, affirmations, yoga, crystal healing, reading cards, praying, Reiki, breathwork, artwork, and so much more. In this episode, we're focusing on one specific, special, spiritual practice that seems to be universally loved by mystics of all walks of life. And that thing is journaling. And I'm using this term journaling super loosely here. And you know what? That's actually what this episode is really about. It's how to create a magical, spiritual, personalized journaling practice that not only aligns with the life that you want to manifest, but fuels your creativity and brings you closer to the universe and develops your universal connection with love source through creativity and through expression. I've been really inspired with art and journaling lately, and if you're part of our free group and join us for our live weekly circles on Mondays, you've probably heard me talk about this before already, (laughs) but through consistent exploration and through committing to exploring creativity and spirituality and how it goes together, I've discovered that there's a personal magic in journaling and being artsy in not only my own way, but in everyone's way. Everyone can do this because creativity is a catalyst for spiritual expansion. And I want to encourage all who listen and follow and book sessions to indulge in their unique creative expression more often. And this episode is for those of us who aren't creative, air quotes, but want to explore spirituality still. It's also for those of us who have dabbled in journaling before, but want to do it more effectively for spiritual growth. It's also for those of us who already love journaling or have loved it in the past and want to rally around others who love it too. So if any of those are you, stay tuned. Welcome back to the Spiritually Inspired Podcast. Thank you for joining me on another wonderful Friday filled with manifesting, mindfulness, and magic. My name is Sarah Ray. I'm your manifesting coach, and I'm going to help you break through your manifesting ceiling. On this podcast, we explore the world of metaphysics so we can discover our own spiritual truth. So just take what resonates, leave what doesn't, and always dig deeper. If you enjoy the show, please consider liking and rating wherever you happen to be listening so we can reach more modern mystics with spiritual awesomeness. Yes! And before we dive into this episode, here's a quick word from our sponsor. You know the power of the law of attraction. You know all about the four phases of manifesting. You are a mystical woman and you've been around the block and you've been a loyal listener, so you know what I'm talking about. And you know so much about manifesting already, the fact that you still don't manifest abundance on a consistent basis blows your mind and quite frankly, pisses you off. How could it be? What could be wrong? But of course, there's nothing wrong with you. And there's nothing wrong with what you've been taught already, especially if you've been listening to this podcast. Wink, wink. The more clients I work with, the more I realize that we have all subscribed to this ridiculous notion. The way to good manifesting success is through wishing and hoping the universe is in a good mood that day. When in reality, the way to manifest is by aligning your mindset to your manifestation, intuitively planning your action steps, then taking action, then letting go and trusting the universe to do its part. 
but how do you do this consistently in a way that feels natural and genuine? This is one of the reasons why I created my program, Manifest on Purpose, to teach you how to use the law of attraction ethically, magically, correctly, and basically on autopilot. So when you join Manifest on Purpose, you learn the ins and outs of my unique manifesting methodology and how to apply it to your unique life, your unique situation, and your unique spiritual specialties so you can learn how to manifest on purpose automatically all the time. Join Manifest on Purpose now to start breaking through your manifesting ceiling. The choice is yours. You can join now and change your life in just four short weeks or do what you've already been doing that's not really working. And I can really only help you with the first one. If living a life you love is your top priority for 2023, then Manifest on Purpose is the right program for you. Are you ready to start the transformation? Join Manifest on Purpose. Go to spirituallyinspired.co slash manifest to enroll today. Let's talk about how to write a journal. What makes a good journaling practice? Do you have to journal a specific way in order for it to be a valid practice that actually helps you in some way? Of course not. What makes your spiritual practice spiritual and your journaling practice your journaling practice is your unique spin on things. So let's talk about what it means to have a practice of journaling in a spiritual sense. We're already well aware of how practice influences the quality of our lives and enhances our confidence and expands our horizons and so much more because we covered that extensively in the last episode, 123. If you haven't already listened to the importance of practicing and are you practicing enough episode, please go back and listen to that one because it's creating the foundation for this episode here. And I don't want to recap that entire episode right here and right now, but just know that practice and consistency is the not so secret weapon to improve improving your quality of life. Having a specific time of day in which you engage in an activity is essential for building that habit quickly and successfully. This applies to everything. And I always encourage you to do what works for you, but I also need you to challenge yourself a little bit here. Don't be so quick to declare that something doesn't work for you without being thorough, without being absolutely sure, without being totally positive that you gave it your all and you honestly tried. Only you will truly know if you actually practiced enough and I will always trust your decision, but just be honest with yourself. Have you actually made a sincere effort? And this applies to so many things in life (laughs) besides journaling. And if you have made a sincere effort and you can look me straight in the eye and say, I did and it's not working, then we can continue on from there because I will believe you. So just be honest with yourself, okay? Personally, I love my journaling practice and it's something I've been cultivating for Oh, seriously, almost my whole life. (laughs) I have realized over many years that I love to journal right away in the morning and or right before bed. Those are like really good journaling times for me. But I also just journal whenever, whenever the inspiration strikes. And my journals tend to be kind of like mind dump all notebooks. So I just write things down in it all the time, even though those there aren't necessarily like journaling sessions, (laughs) but I'm still writing in it all the time, just kind of always keeping the thoughts on paper. I want to leave plenty of room for intuitive guidance to leave me somewhere else. So I don't want to be so strict in to say at at this specific time, every single day, I have to write this many pages. But at the same time, when I do that, it's always way more impactful and opens up doors and kind of takes on a life of its own. And it's awesome. Having structure means that there's reliability and there's less for your brain to think about. So you're more likely to actually do it when there's structure in place. 
consistent journaling is so good for so many things, including moving through feelings of anxiety, sadness, overwhelm, confusion, grief, as well as happiness too, and, and so much more. It's unlimited. By consistent, I don't just mean picking up a pen only when these feelings arise and you want to document them or you need to work through them for whatever reason. I mean journaling at least once daily about whatever is on your mind is the way to ultimately use it as a tool to move through the bigger feelings. If you wait until you're at a breaking point to crack open your notebook, it's not really a practice and you're really not getting all the benefits from it. Putting pen to paper is the best is best used as a management strategy, in my opinion. That's a much more masculine word to use. <laughs> if you don't really like the idea of practice or you're struggling with the idea of practice, practice, you can think of it as a management strategy, if you'd like. Just throw in another thing out there that might resonate with somebody. <laughs> but regardless of what you call it, the goal is to get ahead of the dis-ease, the, you know, the uncomfortability that we feel in our bodies, rather than wait for it to arrive to be dealt with, okay? So we wanna be preemptive about it. And this is just like taking care of your physical health in any other regard. Preventative action is equally as important as treatments after diagnosis. If anything, you could argue that they're more important because it's easier to prevent things than to deal with the aftermath of things, right? Whether you're currently in the midst of a really calm period of life or a really storm period of life, it is time to pick up the journal and just freaking start, people. <laughs> if you're listening to this right now and it's resonating, your guides are nudging you to give journaling a try. Seriously, you're here for a reason. I don't believe in accidents. I don't believe in, you know, fate or randomness, you know, just things not having a purpose. I believe everything has a purpose. So if you've gotten this far already, it is time to start journaling. Effective journaling and spiritual journaling are not mutually exclusive. We can use journaling as a mindfulness tool that aids in our manifesting. And I want to share some journaling styles and techniques with you today to give you plenty of ideas to get started. So how to journal. There are so many freaking ways to journal. It's awesome. <laughs> and there are so many different supplies you can use. And you can go from the absolute basic bare minimum caveman style journaling if you really want, if that's truly all that you have, or you can be, you know, professional artist level where you're maybe journaling on the side of a building or something. I don't even know. There's just no wrong, right or wrong way to do it. You can do it on little post-its as the idea and the goal is to get it out on paper. So I don't care what kind of supplies you're using. You can be as creative or as simple as you'd like. Even just a simple pen and notebook, you can build a tremendously powerful spiritual practice through consistently journaling and consistently writing. And as regular listeners already know, a powerful spiritual practice leads to easy manifesting. So to answer the question of how to journal, I want to share three major journaling tips with you before we go into the myriad of journaling styles we're going to be talking about here. So the first journaling tip I have is to just start. <laughs> the words seriously don't matter, truly. The actual words you write make no difference, especially when it's the first time you're journaling for spiritual growth or it's the first time you've journaled in a really long time. The only thing that matters is putting ink on the page. You could write, I don't know what to write over and over and over again for all the difference that it makes. <laughs> I promise that this fear of not knowing what to write has no leg to stand on and it's only in your head. You will be blown away by how much inspiration comes flooding into your mind the moment you break the writing ice. The barrier to entry for journaling is paper thin. We'll go over more specific journaling types in a minute to help you get over that fear of the blank page, but regardless, you just need to start. 
you know, I can coach you all day long and I will happily, but none of this means anything if you don't just do it. So just do it, okay? And second point, second tip, do it consistently. And I hope I've emphasized this enough already by this point. <laughs> Journaling consistently is where the magic happens. Just as the same way as any other practice or habit, spiritual or not, consistency breeds expansion and growth and opportunity. You wouldn't expect to lose weight after just working out once and eating one salad, right? You can't expect your whole world to be transformed after writing just one page once. Find a way to work journaling into your regular or budding spiritual practice. You only need a couple of minutes, you or maybe you'll find that you love it so much that journaling deserves its own time slot in your day. You won't know unless you stick with it. And my third journaling tip for you, that is probably one of the more important ones and also comes with a little awkward story, is keeping it to yourself. You know that old sitcom trope of a teenage girl writing in a diary, dear diary, and it's like pink and fuzzy and there's like a stupid little lock on it and their little brother finds it and reads it and then she gets pissed. <laughs> I think that fear is very real for a lot of people who don't journal regularly. And it's totally justified because it's meant to be for your, your eyes only and it's hard to be completely vulnerable in your journal if there's a chance of somebody else reading it, especially if we're talking about other people who we may have toxic relationships with. Of course, some of us listening just could not care less if someone reads our journals. I wish I was one of those people. My Leo people, my fire people, that's, that's you. And there are plenty of other people out there who would rather litter the ocean with old journals than ever let them fall into somebody else's hands. I'm thinking the water signs out there are probably leaning in that direction. <laughs> but regardless of which camp you're in, just start your journaling practice with the intention of keeping it to yourself. This will eliminate any filtering or censoring, and you need that in order to really be able to move through those heavy emotions. Okay, I have a question for you. Have you ever completed writing in a journal, stored it away, and then years later reread it cover to cover as if it were a novel? There is an entire closet in my office in my office space dedicated to a a decades at least worth of completed handwritten journals, and it's like keeping all the ghosts of Sarah Ray's past in one convenient spot where I can keep an eye on them because they're kind of overflowing with personal shit and the thought of someone else reading them or even getting anywhere near them makes me wanna burn them all in my house down. <laughs> Rereading an old journal is many things. It is cringy, it's awkward, it's possibly triggering, depressing, hilarious, eye-opening, interesting, whatever else. And you don't ever have to revisit old journals if you don't want to. But the few times I have reread old journals helped me immensely once I got past the cringy and awkward parts. Hindsight is a blessing most of the time. Anyway, you don't have to share your journals with anyone else, not even yourself if you don't want to. But if you do choose to keep them and come back to them later on, your future self will thank you for sure. Okay, enough of that nonsense. Let's go to journaling styles. This is the fun part. Let's explore some different journaling styles to see if anything is resonating with you all. So the first style of journaling that is one that you all are already familiar with and it's diary style, uh, you know, like dear diary style. We've already mentioned this style journey where you kind of write about your daily life. Maybe the mundane things, maybe not, maybe the big things, whatever. 
it's not a novel, so it doesn't have to read like a narrative or a story, but you are just kind of like documenting your life, right? This is my personal most common form of journaling. It's very morning pages style, if you're familiar with the concept from the book called The Artist's Way. Basically, you just kind of brain dump all over the page and anything and everything that comes to mind can be written down. They can be the most ordinary things or the most extraordinary things. If you ever do choose to reread journals, there are these are the types of en entries that will really be cherished, I think. The ones that kind of recount your daily life, lives, the ones that are talking about what's going on, things that you're worried about, maybe things that you're doing currently, things you're excited for. Those are the sorts of things that are really fun to look back on, especially if you allow loved ones, trusted loved ones, to read your journals after you're gone, which is an unexpected benefit of journaling, leaving behind keepsakes for those who love you. And I'm going to put a little asterisk here and have a little caveat. Please remember to write in your journals for you first. If you want to write with the intention of somebody else reading in the future, just keep it separate. This is a different thing. Don't write in your everyday journal to work through your own stuff with the thought that someone else might read it at some point. Don't do that. I would encourage you to just keep maybe a few a separate notebook for this sort of thing because that's what I'm doing right now for my daughter and it's been a lot of fun. I have a special beautiful notebook that I am slowly filling with letters for her and I originally thought I would keep it um, like consistent like finish it within the first year of her life get like a baby book and keep track of all of the firsts but you know that did not happen because a working mom doesn't always prioritize her self-care <laughs> but it's all right because she's still gonna get a nice keep keepsake in the future from me one day because I'm writing letters to her but you know all, all that is just food for thought when it comes to rereading old journals. Another journaling style that I want to bring up that I love to do is affirmations. Instead of writing about your everyday life, you could just simply write out your affirmations over and over again. And this is a great, a great way to reprogram your brain to believe in the truth of your affirmations. The more you recite your affirmations, the more deeply embedded they become in your subconscious. We know this, and the more your brain will work to reinforce them. That's the magic of affirmations. We've talked about that extensively in previous podcast episodes, somewhere in the 80s, I think is the affirmations episode. And this is probably my go-to journaling style, like if I don't know what to write, or if I don't have anything exciting or whatever else, I only have a couple of minutes. I just love writing down affirmations. It's grounding, it's recentering, and it helps remind me of what's most important and what is my driving force behind all that I do? So um, a more lengthy style of journaling is called scripting. I've talked about this before in other episodes. I've also talked about this before in my book, Mindfulness Made Easy. And I believe I wrote, wrote about it in Manifesting Abundance as well. My, one of my other books is scripting. Scripting is a very similar concept to the diary style. And I've you know mentioned before, but instead of just writing out your day as it is, you write out a narrative of your perfect life. So I'm going to give you a quick example here. Every morning, I am excited to wake up and sit with God during my meditation. I drink nourishing tea along with a healthy breakfast while work looking out into my backyard forest. I welcome my first healing clients of the day in my home space where they receive all the healing and coaching and guidance they need through me. I am compensated well for my gifts. I eat dinner with my whole family before we spend the whole evening together end quote. <laughs> so that is an example of scripting and you can do this in your journal and it's an excellent manifesting technique. It's a really powerful practice because this is directly related to what it is you actually want to call into your life. And this is 
the if you're gonna reread anything, <laughs> make it these ones, okay? Because when you go back and reread the scriptings that you wrote, you're basically just reinforcing it into your brain like a long giant affirmation because of the style that you wrote it in, which is an active present tense, and you'll be able to manifest more easily. The universe is going to respond to this language really fast, so give it a chance. And for those of us who don't want to write novels in our journals, you can also do bullet points. If writing out those long sentences and those paragraphs is just it's not for you, too tedious, just try simple bullet points, okay? Or maybe writing things out on sticky notes is another idea, similar concept. Keeping it short and succinct will save a ton of time and a ton of mental space too for some people. This technique works really well for high energy people, the fiery people who quickly move from one activity to the next and or for those who have no idea where to even start journaling. I love making a list like this in my journal. It's very effective at clearing my brain and it also helps me see patterns or similarities like rewriting the same activity for two different lists over and over again and I can just kind of deal with it from there. I have another method for you that is going to help with not only manifesting, but building your connection with spirit in general, and that is automatic writing. You may have heard about this before. This is a very common practice for those who want to deepen their connection with the universe, who are working on building up their intuition or working on their psychic skills. This is a great um, psychic skill building practice. So this is when you channel messages from spirit through journaling. You're not necessarily aware of the words on the page until you reread it afterwards. So again, this is a great activity for improving intuitive connection. Here's a little um, way of how you'd probably get into doing this. After your regular meditation practice, when your mind is nice and relaxed and your spiritual connection is nice and strong, set the intention for an automatic writing session, then pick up your pen and just let the words flow without thinking about it. You're, the idea here is that you're not consciously choosing the words that you're writing. Spirit is guiding your hand to write them for you. And I'm not going to lie, this one definitely takes some practice. It's one that I'm working on. <laughs> but good thing we all love practicing spiritual skills, right? Because we know we can master anything we put our mind to because we all have, all have growth mindsets. <laughs> I Yeah, I'm not very good at this one at the moment, but I am still learning. And it's a little awkward at first, but I see the potential. And it's another way of practicing divination. And I love divination. So, you know, I'm working on it and I'm practicing it. And if you are too, I would love to hear from you. You should send me an email or a message and tell me all about your automatic writing experiences. Or if you're already really good at this, please, I would really appreciate some tips. And then maybe you can share them with the group too, because <laughs> we all want to get better. Anyway, let's move on from word journaling to more artsy journaling, because I promise that there's going to be lots of types of journaling here. So the first one here is doodling. Maybe you're just not as interested in words as you are in art, and that is totally fine. Or maybe it's just easier for you to express yourself in art than it is for words, and that's totally fine. Journaling is still for you. You can journal in your sketchbook or you can sketch in your journal book. As long as you are getting your thoughts on paper, I don't care what form it takes. Pictures speak a thousand words or something like that, right? So for every picture you draw in your journal, you've basically written a thousand words. I really like that logic, so we're going with it. Sometimes it's just plain too difficult to capture our feelings or our thoughts in words. And I say this all the time because language is painfully limited and art helps fill in those gaps. So why not combine these two things and make your journal a unique work of art in itself? And here's a totally random PS. And I realize you're listening to a podcast, so you might not have an opinion about this, but I've been wanting to share more art on YouTube. So if that's something you're interested in, maybe you should go subscribe on YouTube and tell me because <laughs> I, I want to. I paint every single day and I have a lot of pieces I really love 
to share with with my loved ones and I would love to share more of it with you guys too and talk about it from a spiritual standpoint too so you never know what might be coming in 2023 crazy year okay the final form of journaling I want to talk about today is scrapbooking and really this this idea is what made me want to do this episode now I knew I've wanted to do another episode about journaling because it's been a while but um lately i've kind of fallen in love with watching asmr scrapbooking videos on youtube and i it made me want to go wow this is really a cool way to express your journals and i've kind of adapted it into my own life too and it's turned into a a spiritual practice as I tend to do with everything and I want to share it with you guys. I just love the styles of materials that people are using and it's such a fun and expressive form of art. And I also like the ASMR versions of the videos because I like hearing the sounds of the scissors and the pens on paper while I'm doing my own art or working or anything like that. I've just been really enjoying this a lot lately. <laughs> and you know, this the whole idea of scrapbooking is not new, right? You're like your grandma's scrapbook, scrapbooked, right? <laughs> but you can pick it up too and you can just make it fun use scraps around your house you know put make it like a 3d work of art i think this another term for this is junk journaling or art journaling look those up get some inspiration go with it scrapbooking or junk journaling just uses way more materials than just pens and paper and there's no limitations scrapbooking in your journal adds just so much personality to it and it reiterates the stories you are telling with your written words and imagine if you were able to combine all these things into like one epic journal I don't know if I would be able to handle all of this in one journal, but maybe like your automatic writing journal, maybe like your scripting journal, this is my scrapbook, this is my sketchbook, or maybe have one epic one. I don't know. I think that'd be cool to see. <laughs> anyway, let's recap this epic episode today. Three major takeaways. The first one is just start. Just start, people. Do it consistently and keep it private. The second thing here is experiment with all kinds of journaling styles. If something I mentioned just now resonates with you or inspired you or maybe made you think of something else, go for it. Dive in. And number three, consistent journaling is so good for moving through any kind of feeling that you're experiencing, whether that is anxiety or happiness. You can use journaling to work through it consistently. Thank you so much for listening. And as you go on your way today, know that I am sending you an abundance of love, light, and inspiration. Blessed be. Hey, Mystic. Did you know that every single week I offer free Reiki to anyone and everyone who needs it and wants it? Yep. All you got to do is go to spirituallyinspired.co slash free group to join our next live weekly circles. On Monday mornings, we all join together to reconnect, to talk manifesting, to tune in with the astrological influences, to pull some tarot cards, to do some Reiki, and to hold each other accountable in a space of love and manifesting and magic. Go to spirituallyinspired.co slash free group to join our next free weekly circle.